Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 29 of the Eagles Call podcast featuring myself of course the founder Scarab aka the sex addict and my main man Walshy how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm incredibly upset Joe that's all I'm doing. Do you want to actually... do do explain to the people what happened last night then first first and foremost? All right so you yourself that did another no, one no, of no, them, no, 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 I'm talking about what you did. I'm talking about what you did. What did I do? Because this is, of course, the second time we're recording this episode. Because um, a certain person didn't, uh, just turned his PC off straight after recording and it didn't stop. No, no, well, that was for the better though, wasn't it? Because now we can have really an was. hour and a half rant about Assassin's Creed. It, it, it actually was, yeah, I am, I am sad today, man. I'm sad today. Yeah, news came out last night. I was viscerally, embarrassingly angry and upset. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It, it's. It's. Joe, do you want to. We're just going to. Yeah, we're just going to jump straight into it today. The words can't not, come out of my mouth. No I intro. We're just. So, last night, um, Ubisoft's. Was it their. Okay, so I, I was gaming through this news, I was busy gaming. So I didn't yeah. fully see this news, right? But from what I can tell, Ubisoft had a conference call with their major investors. Is that is that about right? Yeah, they do one of these each quarter, I think. Yeah. And in a, a lot of uh, news came out about that conference call. Um, and to say the least, it was it was fairly depressing. So shout out to Daniel Ahmed, uh, Daniel Ahmed, the anyway, analyst guy. Yes. Um, at Z Huge X on Twitter because he found all this information. So I think I think we just go through it. It's readily accessible. It's on the Ubisoft website. Oh, if you want to okay. find it? Oh, is it okay? Well, yeah. uh, anyway, we'll just go through each each little bit and uh, right. we'll talk I'll, about I'll it. Get the thing up. So first of all, Ubisoft ranked second leading publisher. I think that's behind EA. Um, hmm. With Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, and Immortals Phoenix Rising, all in the top seven best pe- sellers on PS5 and Xbox How Series X. How the fuck did Immortals Phoenix Rising do that well? Immortals Phoenix Rising is a surprise. The the other two aren't at all, because no. realistically, how many major AAA games came out for the PS5 and Xbox Series X? Like Yeah, yeah, I suppose there, that's true. There was like seven total games that came out, so... Yeah, but, but then... What what really fucks me off? Yep. Continuing transition to live service operations across all franchises. Don't, don't you guys fucking love that? When you can't just buy a game and have that. Don't you like being leech for all of your fucking money? Yeah, you have, I to, love you, that. You have to play this game for for a thousand hours. Um, and if you don't, then it's not worth. It's not. Worth but but also, we're gonna lock half the content away behind a fucking paywall that uh, even the season pass what, we'll won't get fucking to that. get what the fuck we'll, man we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get it's to the that. beginning of the end it no really the, the beginning of the end was several years ago but this, but this is, is the, like this act is, three of yeah, the end yeah this is it's the, the start fucking of climax exactly exactly I, we're on we're on ground zero right now Next this up. is fucked man <laughs> Ubisoft is the top third publisher 2020. Just Dance 2020, the eighth bestseller. Okay, whatever. Um, more people playing and spending more post-pandemic lockdown. No shit, everyone's stuck inside. December was the biggest month ever for Ubisoft, which, honestly, not a surprise. 
I mean, they released three games, mm. three major games during a pandemic where everyone is stuck inside. Yeah. I'm not yeah, massive. Really. Like, th- that's not massively shocking to me. No. Company has. Okay, whatever. Numbers. Um, here it is, though. Here it is. Here, here's where we get to the important stuff. AC Valhalla. Biggest AC game launch in history. Second best-selling game on next. I thought AC three still sold more though. I guess not. Oh well, biggest AC game launch. So, I guess that's like within the first three months or something. Oh, in terms of unit sales, AC three was still. I think they're counting microtransactions. I think it's just the the gross they've made off Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daily average users up two times compared to Odyssey in the in the same time frame. Now this this is what fucks me off. This is what fucks me off. And this is the start of what we're really going to get into. Daily average users should not be a metric for a single player game's success. Fact. Rainbow Six Siege? Sure. You want a lot of daily average players. GTA Online, Call of Duty, you want a lot of daily average players. For, uh, For Honor, you want a lot of daily average players. Do you know mm-hmm. what does it? You don't need daily average players. Assassin's Creed. Fucking yeah. The Witcher, uh, God of War, uh, Shadow of Mordor, um, fucking Spider-Man PS4. You, daily average users is not a metric for a single-player game, especially a story-focused yeah. single-player game. It's honestly because he, he, you could say well, like sports games. If someone plays it offline, yeah, you still want their daily daily average pl- player base to be quite high. But yeah. but this this and at the same time it is ah oh, it's just fucking sad man. Well, it well that's sad. it is because all of those games you mentioned you mentioned some fucking great games there yeah. God of War Witcher three Spider Man PS four right yeah. those games the, the those metrics won't have been counted those metrics no. won't have been counted from AC one. To syndicate, the reason they're being counted is because they want to fucking hold on to you and your wallet for as yeah. long as is humanly possible. Exactly. It's not a finite one-time experience that is made to be good and and sell because it's good, like a, a, a fucking Naughty Dog game. Yeah. It is a game that is made to leech you of all your fucking money as much as is possible. That's why, like, buying all the armor sets on top of the yeah. game, right? You buy the game, season pass... Buying all the armor sets then is like what a hundred something pound. Yeah, something well, that, fucking stupid. That brings us to the next point, which is Valhalla is the biggest UB launch in terms of digital slash add-on spending, and that brings us l- perfectly onto the big controversy surrounding Ubisoft this past week, which was spawned off a Reddit post, which uh, it, it, it it's it's been revealed even though it was in plain sight hiding in plain sight a um the half of the armor and gear in assassin's creed valhalla is locked behind a paywall half half mm-hmm. of it now this uh, is no just, it's no small wall either yeah, it's this a isn't fucking just lot a paywall. of money. each of the each of these sets costs somewhere in the realm of 15 dollars Right, and there's That's nine. Fucking of them. ludicrous. There's nine of them, right? So you want to do some quick math, real quick? Fifteen. Uh, oh, times fifteen nine, by nine 100, is one hundred thirty-five pounds. One hundred and thirty-five pound, which is more yeah. than any edition 
of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, if if I'm if I'm right, apart from like the statues. Yeah. No, so, the, the big statue one was like a hundred and uh, the big statue yeah. one was less than that, I think. So to get every single piece of armor and gear in the game, right? Which in you know, which in every other game in the series apart from Origins and Odyssey, mm. you have to spend more than any version of the game. So you could have bought the Ultimate Edition or the Legend Edition, whatever you call it, for a hundred for around a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. And then you could have bought every every piece of every piece of gear and armor in the game, right? And that's 135. And then on top of that, they have XP boosters, time savers, right? Mm-hmm. Time savers. That uh, is another one that pissed me off, but and a few weeks ago, they also changed the game's mechanics so that it's significantly more difficult in order to push those time savers in order to push those XP boosters. It <laughs> So, in total, right, at, mm. at, at max, Ubisoft could be making 250 to $300 out of, out, of someone who, out of someone who buys these games. That's fucking stupid. It costs three times, more, no, it costs more than three times the price of the base game to get everything mm. that's included in the game. So when people talk about games coming out unfinished, you know, you can... Oh, Unity came out unfinished. Which Valhalla it, it, did, for the record. Y- Unity came, came out unfinished, unfinished and unpolished. Oh, yeah, and, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Valhalla has come out with, essentially, $150 worth of content not in the game. Not accessible to the people who want to play Fuck it. me. Jesus wept. Painful. Fucking it's painful. hell. It's painful, especially That's, when you compare. I don't it. like that. Speaking of Unity, right? It, Unity, it's all Welly and Joe. Unity. It's, <laughs> it's not good. Unity, for all its flaws, right? Does mm. y- y- you know? It it has microtransactions, right? And it was the first Assassin's Creed game that started pushing them, and people got annoyed at yeah. that. But the thing about Unity is as that they should be. Every single piece of customization in that game, you can get whilst just having the base game. I know that for a fact because I've done it and I know that Jack's done it way too many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single piece of gear armor in that game, every single piece of content in that game, you can accept you can access for the base cost of the game. And that is how every single player game should be. Single player games mm-hmm. should not have microtransactions in the first place, right? But if they're going to, you need to at least have it to be possible. Right to be possible to experience this content, and if if you don't, if you if you let these practices go on, if you keep saying things like, "Oh, if you know, if, if you don't like it, don't buy it," that's just going to lead to this happening more, and it has led to this happening more. You know, it started with Origins, and people complained, and then some people were like, "Oh, don't you know, if you don't like it, don't play it." And then in Odyssey, it mm. got worse, and now in Valhalla, we're at the point where nearly. Half of the customization, no, n- n- nearly more than half the customization, is locked behind a paywall. It's that's fucking. St- and there's no reason for it to be. It's just. Gonna it's not bundled with any sort of DLC. It's not like you buy a DLC yeah. and then there's like in this big expansion, there's like exclusive outfits there. You are just buying an outfit for fifteen fucking. Pa- you could buy uh, the fucking hidden ones for half less yeah. than half that price. That's fucking mental. That is. You could buy Rainbow Six Siege for that price, and you can unlock everything in Rainbow Six Siege 
without paying a dime. Yeah, you, you know, if you go to CEX, you can buy Assassin's Creed 1 to 4 <laughs> for less than that, and those yeah. games are actually good, and they actually fucking work, besides yeah. 3. It, it's also frustrating because, like, take DLC, for example, right? When when DLC first became a thing, when paid DLC first became a thing, you know, 2005 to 2010, people were a mm. little bit annoyed, right? Because they felt that games were coming out somewhat unfinished. And some games did yeah. do that with DLC. But DLC at least costs the company, you know, something to produce, you know? They need to hire actors, yeah. writers, they need to do more mocap, they need to do all this. These, these, these fucking outfits that you can get, okay, you need to hire a designer who's already designed nine other outfits in the game. It, it, it doesn't cost them anything. It's like Xbox. It, does, it doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. You're selling a, a fucking day's work for £15. It's, you know how many great games you can buy for £15? That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what? Right now... I don't care if this fuck. It, it, maybe this will get me blacklisted, right? But I'm gonna hold up. Fifteen pound games. You, you got fucking Sonic Mania. You got Cuphead. I'm gonna try find some. Yeah. Instead of buying, instead of buying a DLC, and in, in, instead of buying one of these armor packs, instead of feeding into this, right? Yeah. Um. What I want everyone to go do is buy a fucking video game. For fifteen pound, <laughs> fucking okay. The first one that comes up is Far Cry New Dawn, so that's not a good example. But anyway, you get my point. Borderlands Three, there. Go buy Borderlands Three instead of buying f- a fucking Drogger pack in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, it's, it's... and the way they balance Helix credits as well is is pathetic. It's I truly, fucking know with not Helix even, credits. They, they don't even try to hide it. It's such a fucked economy because it is always going to cost you. You're always paying more than what it costs to get what you want. Yeah. It's it's fucking. Yeah, they'll do like stupid. They'll give you two hundred, but then you know you need to pay two hundred and fifty for the cheapest piece of whatever. Yeah. And even games like even sports games like NBA Two K, for example, is known for terrible business practices. They've got this virtual currency, right? But even NBA 2K mm. know that if you buy the Ultimate Edition or the Legend Edition or whatever whatever they call it, they give you like 100,000, 150,000 of this virtual currency to spend. So you can actually get the, acquire the content in the game if you've paid extra for the game, right? I've got, yeah. the, I've got the Ultimate Edition of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? I think, or the Gold Edition. Yeah. And as far as I know, the only thing that the Season Pass has got me so far is one mission, as far as I know. I think that was a pre-order bonus anyway, the Beowulf one. Oh, was it a pre-order one? So it wasn't even... Okay, so it wasn't don't, even... Wait, don't, don't quote me on that Fair just enough. yet. But, like... It's... It's, it's, it's truly disgusting. I'd say that Ubisoft at this point are worse than EA when it comes to... Oh, it is the season pass, more When bad. it comes to malicious business practices. I would mm. honestly say they're worse than EA. By fucking far, these days. Because at least, and, like... Uh, sorry, yeah, you go. No, I was I was just going to say, mm-hmm. they are a company who in every way is fucking... Ubisoft 
don't do anything right. They don't treat their employees well, they don't treat their consumers well, and they don't make good fucking games. What, what are we getting out of Ubisoft? Yeah. What, that, why the, do we still buy their games? Yeah, the, the value for money isn't there anymore. The value for money isn't there. Yeah, and someone on the AC subreddit last night yeah. was like, fuck it. Hold on, let me let me find it. It's they made this... It, yeah, it, it's so abundantly clear at this point as well why Assassin's Creed Valhalla is 50 to 75 to 100 hours. It has nothing yeah. to do with the creative intent of the people making this game. It has nothing to do with that. And as much as they'll no, dress it up, it it, it 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 doesn't need to be that long. And it's so abundantly clear why it's that long. It's that long so that people will buy time savers, so that people will buy XP boosts, so that people will buy packs, so that people will fucking... Well, so that they'll get the, their daily average up. It's... It's... It's it plays. It it's truly built like a fucking free to play MMORPG. That's how it's built to play. Yeah. It's built to play like a like Raid Shadow Legends. And no disrespect to Raid Shadow Legends because it's a free game. So having microtransactions is like it's okay. There's nothing wrong with having microtransactions in a free to play game. Mm. But but Assassin's Creed Valhalla is not a free mobile game. It's a fully priced triple A game. That a lot of people yeah. spent a hundred dollars on. That's yeah, pathetic. It's anyway, dumb. what what were you saying about the Reddit post? All right, I'll find this. Okay. There is on the Assassin's Creed subreddit. There's this post with over six thousand upvotes, which is fucking high for that subreddit. Jeez. It's got like a ninety percent like to dislike ratio, which again for this subreddit is quite fucking good. Yeah. And it's titled Ubisoft no longer deserve to have their games bought at full price. And I would entirely agree. Absolutely. Right? It, the description is, not when they keep selling us games that aren't fully finished, Valhalla wasn't fully finished, not when they keep locking content behind paywalls and microtransactions, yeah, not when they keep sacrificing the core essence of their franchise for mainstream bullshit, fuck yes. And he says, that's it for me. I'm no longer buying a Ubisoft game at a full price, Assassin's Creed or otherwise. We have the power to make them change their ways. We just need to use it. He's spitting fucking That's facts. I'm going to link you this. That's spot on. And like, it's six and a half thousand upvotes in a day. I might be on that boat as well, to be honest. Yeah. Buying, spending, paying full price for a Ubisoft game is not is not worth it anymore. And it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't well, really been worth it. it for years, but... What reason is there to fund Ubisoft? They're morally yeah. bankrupt, creatively bankrupt, and they treat their consumers like pure shit. Not only pure shit, but also they treat us like idiots. They treat the people exactly. who support them like idiots. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, like the way they um, the way they introduced the Helix store a month after yeah. the game release so that it wasn't in any reviews. The way they... Oh, sneakily made the game more difficult level-wise, and also added XP boosters at the same time. The way they've been yeah. slowly adding these, these fucking terrible packs, slowly over time to make it seem like it's just one at a time. When really half of half of the content is locked behind a paywall. And customization has mm. always been a major part of Assassin's Creed. From Assass- from not always, but from Assassin's Creed I Two onwards. Too. From AC2 onwards, customization was always one of my favorite parts of Assassin's Creed. I don't know about you, but it was always one of my favorite parts of Assassin's Creed. Um, Black Flag, Black Flag, uh, AC2, and Unity especially. Customization Mm. was always 
su- such an integral part of, of of the games, and the fact that it's now you 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 know you have to pay or you're stuck with generic <coughs> Viking outfit number one or generic outfit yeah. number two or terrible fucking mentor gear whatever it's called. Um, no, the hit, I'm yeah. talking. I'm thinking of the hidden ones gear, the green one with the fucking swirls. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's it's just it's just infuriating and it's it's repulsive scummy business practice that does doesn't deserve to be supported in any way no but not just don't support it you need to actively speak out against it or it won't it won't stop that's that's the difference yeah i'm i'm thinking of after like this reddit post this chat users yeah, this guy mm-hmm. i can't his fucking username i can't read but like this fucking reddit I, th- I think i want to do like a video about this once i'm done on okay, black yeah. flag because this can't this is fucked man but like the worst thing about the outfits is not only shouldn't they exist and not only is it half of the armor sets in the game mm-hmm. people are saying they're like the best statistically they have the best attributes yeah and i made this comparison to you yesterday that's the equivalent of ac2 locking the armor of altier behind a fucking paywall exactly well it's it, obviously that's different because there's like you know fucking is it different it's though? not just is, an armor set is it different well, it's different it's different in the sense that the armor of altier isn't just an armor set like it's okay, more but, important than there's missions like, around it but then it's the then. best it's armor the of Brutus or the the one in revelations yeah those don't have the same meaning as the armor of altair but they're still integrated into the game with interesting purpose you know even the armor that you can find in the world yeah. of assassin's creed valhalla is fucking boring man like yeah. the, you know obviously mm-hmm. going to the burrows and finding the hidden ones outfits are, it, it is fun but other than that mm-hmm. it's just like Oh, let me just find this legendary sword stuck in a wall. Let me find fucking Mjolnir, yeah. a- actual Mjolnir, just 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 chilling about, you know. Whereas, like yeah. in Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood Revelations Three, even Three, fucking Three, finding the gear in Three, I fucking love. Um, mm. No, it's not the gear; it's the ring. But anyway, like yeah, they they crafted interesting content around the, these pieces of gear which made them rewarding and i feel like ubisoft have no concept of risk ver- not, not risk versus reward just reward anymore they have no concept of reward in their yeah. game like it's so hard to play mm-hmm. a ubisoft game other than rainbow six siege and feel genuinely rewarded for the time you put in that's that's a fucking great point right because like playing through ac2 was a game i'd play through mm-hmm. again and again and again because, like, my time wasn't wasted. I'd feel rewarded by, like, fucking set pieces, big story payoffs. I'd feel rewarded for putting time into the side content and getting these outfits and these weapons, whatever, mm. right? But with the new business model, these games are spread to fuck, and the majority of the content that would be a reward in prior games mm-hmm. isn't a reward. It, it, it's bought. Yeah. And, and not for a fucking cheap price either. Yeah, it's... You know? The price is also just, just uh, honestly fucked me off. And real quick, I just want to say, obviously, none of our frustration here is directed at the devs or the people who are working creating this stuff. Well, it, it never is. It's, it's always yeah. Ubisoft at an executive level. But just to be clear, yeah, like you, it, it's, it's the the suits at Ubisoft, as as Eddie would say, you know, um, and yeah. the chefs would say, um, 
it, it, it's the suits at Ubisoft that are that are making this happen. The devs, I think, are do. I th- I think with especially with Valhalla, the devs have done a good job with the with what they've been handed. You know the situation yeah. they've been put in. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for the devs because they've been able to do that. You know the fact that it was clear that the Ubisoft suits wanted this game to be a hundred hours long, and the devs were able to make a decent chunk of that genuinely great in my personal opinion genuinely great i think is impressive so shout out to the devs but the suits that control things are so out of touch with the gaming industry they're very in touch with how to make money that's for sure but they're so out of touch with what actually creates a long last a long lasting successful franchise yeah, and, and totally. it's and it's so sad to see because you mentioned yesterday um, that Ubisoft, what Ubisoft used to be, were innovators. They used to be, they used to be the the, the publisher that the other publishers looked up to and were like, we want to be like them. People copied mm-hmm. what Ubisoft did. People were like, oh yeah, oh Ubisoft, yeah, they've probably made something great. You know, a new Ubisoft game comes out, you assume there's going to be something somewhat revolutionary in there. And over time, mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's so strange because it's the same people in charge, but it's like they've transformed into this faceless corporate fucking mess. And obviously they're always a corporation, but like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, so, it's so weird to see because take something like Nintendo, for example. Nintendo have gone through a lot of changes because of the changes in management. So like back in the 90s, early 2000s, they had suits higher ups and that's why you know, they made consoles that weren't compatible with any other console and were ridiculously hard to develop for. And then they brought in, um, oh, what, what's their fucking names? You know who I'm talking about. Um, what, like Reggie? Reggie and uh, other other guy. That I, yeah, because he's yeah. a gamer. Yeah, and, and, and they, they were in touch with the industry and, you know, they brought yeah. in the fucking, the DS, the Wii and the Nintendo Switch, which are three of the most successful gaming consoles of all time. You know, mm-hmm. but that was because of a change in management. Whereas Ubisoft have had the same, very similar management for fifteen years, and it's they've gone from one extreme to the other. They've gone from a revolutionary, innovative publisher to a faceless corporate copycat, and it's so strange. Yes, yeah. Um, anyway, wow, that was a rant. Um, moving on though, more in the conference call. Um, yeah, that's good yeah. So, Watch Dogs Legion was the fourth best-selling game on next-gen consoles, which I mean, impressive. But like I said, you know, what what games have come out on next-gen consoles? Yeah, games exactly. Twenty twenty. Well, you You've like got... Ubisoft executives just see fucking buzzwords and, yeah. and they don't yeah, think exactly. about circumstance whatsoever. Yeah, it's like, like engagement is another. Yeah, one. the context the context matters. Like you've got what Cyberpunk. Fucking what else? Spider Man PS PS uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, mm, Valhalla, uh, and then like what? Cold War, Watch Dogs Legion, Cold War. Yeah, it's like there isn't exactly there's like yeah. t- 10, 11 games that have come out this year. Um, no, that have come out for the next gen consoles. So that's not that much. Immortals: Phoenix Rising has a high positive sentiment. Honestly, that's kind of cool to see, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. People are actually like it's not for yeah. me. It's yeah. for like Odyssey fans. But I'm, yeah. I'm, that, I'm glad it's been made its own franchise. That's exactly the thing. And I, like Ubisoft Quebec, 
clearly had an idea because if you look at Moral Phoenix Rising, it's basically Odyssey with a different coat of paint. But like Ubisoft Quebec clearly had an idea in mind that they wanted to create, and it's nice that not only they got that chance to do it, but and create this new new IP, but the people are, are seemingly enjoying it. That is nice to see. It was yeah. annoying when it was Assassin's Creed because it was such a, a meaningful franchise. But like, like I, I just feel happy for the devs. You know, their game's doing well. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've got no investment in that. So like, yeah. even if it was something I don't like, I don't care or I don't need to care. Yeah, so exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, and good, um, good for them. Good yeah, for, shout good out. For shout out. Um, yeah. And then Just Dance. Yep, yeah, more Just Dance. Cool. I can't believe that's still coming out. Rainbow Six Siege, yeah, which I've been jumping back on recently, and I need you to jump back on, Jack. Um, All right. Rainbow Six Siege has surpassed 70 million players, adding 50 oh, million over 12 months. That's mm. that's wild to me. It seemed like Rainbow that's... was dying for a while. I don't know about you, but it seemed like it was going to die. And they really just keep yeah. dropping on. See, but Siege is another one where it's just littered with microtransactions, but, like, it's not... It's not the... I don't like them in Siege. I don't like them mm. anywhere, really. Yeah. But, like, in, in Siege, they're not locking content that should be there away from you. It's, like, yeah. weapon skins and shit. Yeah, they're, I, I feel you like know? they're a lot less predator. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's how I'd put it. I think, like, because you can buy, like, operators and stuff, but Siege is so perfectly balanced... That no matter who you use, you can, like, you can win, right? So it's not pay to win yeah. in any way. Like you said, the the microtransactions are all are all there, and also they've dropped the price of the game to like fifteen dollars. So, I mean, ha- like having the microtransactions there, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Like it's not ideal, but no, it, but it it's it's better than Valhalla yeah. for sure. And that's what happens when you give a dev studio complete creative control of their... Of their uh, of See, their... with Siege, it's sort of to be expected. Like, the microtransactions in that game from, yeah, like, exactly. Overwatch, CSGO, it, it's fucking typical. Yeah, it's built but Valhalla... Yeah, Valhalla's a fucking outlier. Mm-hmm. Like, microtransactions of that scale in a single plague. Who else is doing have, that? Have Who we else actually seen that? that? Ha- yeah, that's what I was gonna... Have we actually seen this? This level, like, o- Origins Odyssey and Valhalla... Have we seen this level of microtransactions in any single player game? Because I can't think of any. Uh, I I remember in like fucking it was Morrowind they had like a horse skin, and people right. were really pissed off about that. But Sha- now, to be fair, Shadow of War also did it. But yes, that's fucked. Also, um, yeah, that yeah, Shadow of War. I I can't think of many games that have done it. Yeah, it's 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 astounding. Um. Negative impact of esports, yep, obviously. And here we reach the other big one, which has got both me and you sad. Very, very sad. Jack, do you want to read it? Um, which which one? Oh. The big one. Ubisoft says that the switch to RPG focus, it's not worded very well. On Assassin's Creed led to steep rise in player engagement for Odyssey and Origins. What the fuck do you mean? These games a thousand hour fucking sl- These games are maze. Engagement in a game like this isn't like groundbreaking. That's not like mental. 
these games are made to waste your time. Yeah, I mean, like James said, it's inflated engagement. But to these exactly. higher ups, that doesn't matter because, like you said, they care about the buzzwords. And yeah, it's like yeah, breaking a record for engagement. You're gonna do that when your game is the longest game of all time. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, people are gonna be more engaged with Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla because they're like four, not four, like three, four times the length of a syndicate or a unity. Yeah. Like fucking more than that even. It's, it's engagement means not that's not a quantifier of anything. Yeah, it's it, exactly. It's not it's it's just a buzzword. But I I hmm, I think I think we all know what the, what it means though going forward. Well, well yeah, cuz they they said they want to continue, you know, games as a service. Yeah. Nobody fucking likes that. Who, Nobody. Who likes that? Nobody. Yeah, this is so. Assassin's Creed. I I've given up hope. I had hope. I had a, I had a tad. I had a tad of hope. It's gone. It's done. It's over. Is this it for you? It might be. I'm verging on that. Um. I I've I've lost. I mean, Valhalla. Obviously, I was in the camp of I had no expectations. I expected Valhalla to be bad, and I was glad that it was good. I don't think it was but, good. But but I was okay with that, because yeah. I thought that afterwards, they'd be switching up the direction. Well, well, yeah, this is me. This is where I'm at. I was like, I think Valhalla will be fine. Mm-hmm. It was just a mediocre game. Yeah. Sure, whatever. And then going into next gen... That's where I thought things could. I never thought they would entirely drop, like every RPG feature because they've done so well. But I thought, right, you know, maybe considering the success of single player games in the last few years, they'll like not single player games, but more like narrative, linear games that are like ten, fifteen, twenty hour experiences. They will, you know, make something more like a Red Dead Two, mm-hmm. or not. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like. They they're continuing with the fucking current business model because it's done so well. Yeah. Like, I, I get the engine will change, but like but it's I still don't. Going to be RPG focused from. from yeah. So it. Well, no, I'm not even sure the engine will change that much. Like, I'm sure it will change. But yeah, I mean, like, it's been successful. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's and this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, with Assassin's Creed, for the last few years it has had zero identity. And it's been selling off of... Assassin's Creed fans have obviously bought it because it's Assassin's Creed, because it has that title. But with a game like Odyssey or Valhalla, they've marketed it towards people who like the setting. People who want to buy uh, a Greek fantasy game. People who want to, you know, be a Viking, right? Hence the fucking hashtag and all that shit. But what's going to happen is Assassin's Creed fans now, generally, as yeah. you'll see on places like the Assassin's Creed subreddit or on like amongst people like us, Assassin's Creed fans don't fucking like this. And when you have no backbone to sell your games off, that's when your series is bound to fail. If Assassin's Creed keeps going on like this, with no identity, with yeah. no palpable core, 
it's gonna fucking crash and burn. I think this you know? is the identity now. I think that's what this means. I, pff, Ubisoft don't care about identity. It means nothing to them. No, but I'm saying I think this is where they're. This is they're set on this. They're set on. The yeah, I I agree. And, and it's fucking stupid. The re- <laughs> it's like it's frustrating because the success parameters that they put it in aren't there because it's an RPG, right? Like like you said, I've just looked yeah. it up and yeah, Assassin's Creed 3 is far and away still the highest selling unit-wise, the highest selling Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. But Ubisoft are going by the you know the 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 gross the gross margins, you know? Ubisoft are going by the engagement. Ubisoft are going by the daily average players. And by those yeah. metrics, these games are doing better purely because these games are fucking stuffed to the brim. These games are so inflated. So it's impossible for... Like, if Assassin's Creed 3 had a 100-hour story, then, mm. you know, it, it, it would have the same thing. So it's it, it's not... like. It's, it, the thing says, Ubisoft says that the switch to the RPG focus led to a steep rise in player engagement. I don't think it was the switch to the RPG focus that did that. I think it was Not just the, the way they structured it so that it was fucking 100 hours long with rapid yeah. microtransactions. And it's it's like... Uh, yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, what this means now... Yeah. is that because they've made the game fucking long and that's caused engagement because apparently that's fucking arbitrary here but to Ubisoft it's great because there's that and because it's made more money than any other AC game they're just going to keep pushing the boat out further yeah. they're going to add more rampant microtransactions and they're going to make these games more artificially bloated that's what this means really yeah pretty much yeah and they're keep, going to keep going with epic settings that a, a vast majority of people know. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get a yeah. fantasy AC game. I wouldn't fucking put it past them. Because yeah. Ubisoft do not care about Assassin's Creed as a franchise. They it's... don't care. They're not making money off Assassin's Creed fans now. Yeah. I think it's done. Um, and, yeah... Basim's story is going to be wrapped up in the DLC, and we're just going to get another cycle of mediocre content. Yeah, if this is the entirety of it, like if the next gen starts and there's n- and it's just this again, because I fucking I don't like this trilogy at all as a trilogy. I fucking hate it. Don't yeah. hate it, but like I do. Don't like it at all. I hate it. Uh, I yeah. I hate it. If, I hate if, it now. I wouldn't have hated it if. It was going to change in the future, but it's not going to change in the future. Yeah, well, this is it. If the next fully next-gen game is just this, mm-hmm. and the next five, seven years of Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. are just these shit, fucking bloated, greedy, heartless experiences, then I'm fucking done. I don't yeah. like this at all. I'll, I'll you know? get one more. And if it's... I can take one more RPG Assassin's Creed. The likes of if, it, if it's this again, then I don't. I don't think I will. If it's if it's this long, if it's if it's as long as Valhalla, then no. But you know, it it will be longer than Valhalla. Yeah, it might be. 
there's a possibility that they try and make it just a full on game as a service. Yeah, yeah just, there is. Like they're you know, because they were talking a while ago about making a unity inside an Odyssey, making a bunch of different stories within a game, and then you know making it everlasting. Make it, like they want to make it fucking World of Warcraft. That's what they want to yeah. do. They yeah. want to just release this game for a full price and then keep releasing full price expansions on top of that. Mm. And they're doing it with their most successful franchise because it has name value. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's... Assassin's oh. Creed is nothing more than an aim anymore. It hasn't been for years and it will be less than that. Because the thing is, with Valhalla, you have a team that, that if under the right circumstances, could have made one of the better AC games, right? Yeah. Or one of, like, the top five. Yeah. But, like, now, going forward, because the, the next few games will be made by fucking Toronto or, like, Quebec. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much team? hope, really. I don't know there's a Toronto Now, team. Toronto did Watch Dogs, but they're meant oh, to right. be... Doing the next one of the next ACs, I, I I think it's more likely it'll be another Montreal team, uh, and I think probably Baptizat will direct it, or whatever however the fuck you say. If you can't tell, I'm just, I just have. I can yeah. tell. I just have. I, I can just, tell, Joe, because I feel it. Too. I just feel empty. That's that's what it is. I just feel empty. And yeah. I went I, and I went back. And I watched through some old AC1 and AC2 and AC Brotherhood videos and revelations. And I, I just... It's, just it's, it's gone. It's it's done. Yeah. We're, we're never getting that again. And I, I'm, I'm ready to accept that now. We're never getting Ooh. that. We're never getting the original quadrilogy. We're never getting... Unity. We're never getting Black Flag. We're never getting three. Well, this is the thing: is if they had just ended it right with some fucking dignity, if they gave Assassin's Creed an actual ending, fine. My problem's not that they don't make games like they used to anymore. My problem is they make games like Odyssey, like Valhalla, games that don't deserve the name Assassin's Creed, and they're just going to continue to drive it into the fucking ground. If exactly. it was another Ubisoft franchise, I wouldn't care because I expect it of them. It's because it's the Assassin's Creed franchise that it fucks me off so much. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's, um... Yeah. It's done. It's done. Ah, oh, don't say that. It's done for me, I think. With this news, and who knows? Is it... I, I'm not fully. I'm not fully on the. I'm never playing it again. If the next game is announced and it is an actual Assassin's Creed game, who knows? If it is, then great. I'll definitely play it, and I'm sure I'll love it. I don't think it's going to happen though. And what's certainly not going to happen is ever returning to what we had back originally. So. What. Oh. I'm just holding out hope for an AC1 remaster. I'm, I'm not because I know they'll fuck it up. I, they will I don't think indefinitely they will. fuck it up. The worst, nah, nah. They, I think they're more likely to just make it a port with higher gra- with better graphics than they are to fuck it up. Well, yeah, exactly. Because they don't care. Fuck about it up. AC1, so. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that'd be a fucked up remaster. Like, yeah. I want a remake. No, I, I fucking don't. Not from Ubisoft. I don't want shit from Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I don't fucking... I'm I'm done with Ubisoft. Um, Fair enough. Nah. Oh, you're no, on, you're, I don't you're know. there. You, you're at the point where it's make or break. I think is what. Yeah, well that that's it. Where I'm like, I am at the end of. Yeah. I'm at the end of my tether. I'm on yeah, like exactly. the last fiber of my tether with Ubisoft. Yeah. I'm the same. Right? It's like the next the next announcement is make or break for me. We'll see. If it was. Like this fucking Richard of which I don't think it is. If it yeah. was some cross-gen game, yeah. and it was just another Valhalla, I wouldn't care that much. It's the next-gen game well, where yeah, all yeah. my hope has been yeah, placed that's what, that's since what way I'm before Valhalla. That's, that's what I'm yeah, about. that's the announcement that it's make or break. And oh, I don't like this because I love I love Assassin's Creed, yeah. man. I mean, I almost gave up when the first when the first Valhalla tra- trailer came out. I made the uh, the problem with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, about the trailer, and I was like, "Yeah, this is another RPG like Odyssey." Mm. And I, I, I was at the point where I was like, "I'm done. I'm not buying it." But I don't know. Yeah. Um, even Moving if it on. was another Valhalla, I couldn't do another fucking Valhalla because I don't. Yeah. No. Well, you don't like anyway. Valhalla. No, I don't like Valhalla. I couldn't do another Valhalla because I know that it's not going to be. It's not going to be as... They, they, they can't pull off Valhalla again. Valhalla... To I, quote, I wouldn't want them to pull off Valhalla again. I Valhalla, don't... to quote the man Ethan, uh, aka Fishy, um, in my opinion, is, you know, they made the best of a terrible situation. That's for me. And, mm. you know... Yeah, they like made the, the best of a bad situation, and it's still bad. Like... Yeah. Valhalla is the best... Assassin's Creed is gonna be Valhalla is gonna be better than Assassin's Creed over the next few years. Yeah, and and and, and I don't like Valhalla, so like, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Moving on though, moving on from the depression. Um, you you can never do that, Joe. Not so when sad, you're man. an it's Assassin's so Creed YouTube. Ubisoft yeah, says it is ramping sucks. up production of free-to-play games. Terrible idea. Hyperscape flopped. Yeah. Um, working on partner mobile with Tencent. Cool. Says that yeah, new AC be- mobile game. You excited for that? Wait, is that real? Yeah, yeah, that is real. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a new AC mobile game coming out. Oh, can you what? Can you explain this? Uh, all we know is there's a new AC mobile game on the Unreal Four coming out. Oh, is there no other? No, that's that's literally it. It's not been oh. officially announced. Oh, it's, for, it's no, been... I think I think it has. What was oh. it announced here? I don't Send mean like a trailer's it. dropped. No, but there's an image attached to it. I don't think the image is real. I mean, it was posted by with the like the Japanese text. It was posted by the ones who came before. So. Yeah, but like I don't think that's a real image from you, like a promo image. I mean. It seems like I don't know. I mean, it came from it came from Dan- Daniel Ahmed. Yeah, but like, that doesn't look. I don't. I don't care about the IC mobile. It, I'm not. Yeah. Care about anyway, it. yeah, it's weird. It's that's weird. Um, but yeah, no, Hyperscape flopped and don't make free to play games. Uh, Ubisoft. 
you know I saw someone on the AC subreddit, mate, because there was something in that meeting about, like, somewhere that Ubisoft were trying to, like, you know, uh, fucking put themselves on the map of the Chinese market. And I think that's why that game has, like, Chinese text on it. And there was a... I I figured it was just a leaked promo image from, from, like, Japan or China. No, but, like, they've... They're, they're meant to be digging into that market. Okay. And so there was a comment that I saw mm-hmm. on the AC subreddit, like, Ubisoft are going to make CCP propaganda. People, we're at the point now... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't I w- be surprised I, w- I, wouldn't, either. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Post-Brexit London. He plays a modern-day assassin uh, working for the CCP, infiltrating... Houses of Parliament, blow them up. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, and they also said yeah. that it will build this new Star Wars game on the Snowdrop engine. I've never heard of the Snowdrop engine. That's the Division engine, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's less than ideal, but fair enough. Um, and yeah, after that, most of it's just mobile and <coughs> more generic buzzwords, like, you know, <clears throat> they want to have triple-A quality games on mobile to expand its existing franchises. That obviously means he's Assassin's Creed. Um, yeah. Pain. Pain. Have you seen... Have you seen the Abstergo pack from Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's my fact. I hope we get that in Valhalla. I like that one. I swear swear there already is one. Is there not? In Valhalla? Oh, no, no, no. There's not. There's not. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's just so, it's just so spot on to what you know the core identity of the of the series. I don't yeah. want to. I wish feeling? Assassin's Creed never came into my life. That's how I'm feeling, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's a mid. Well, uh, why that's couldn't mid. I have gotten into a, a fucking sport instead of <laughs> Assassin's Creed? Could you imagine if I got into like fucking football instead of Assassin's Creed when I was like you six? Worked for, you worked for Arsenal TV. <laughs> no, but like I'm being just serious, saying. Man, I'm being serious. Shadio Mane is the best football player in the world. I've, I've put thousands of hours into this fucking series and it feels wasted. But isn't anything you do a waste of time? Like it, it, that's fun. Let's do Eagles that's, Call yeah. Philosophy since we're in the mood. I think we should eventually do Eagles Call Philosophy, but maybe not just depressing. Um, it doesn't have to be depressing. Well, it does when you say, oh yeah, everything I do is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the. I don't think it is. Fair enough. I don't think there needs to be some big end goal in life. I think that's bullshit. Spit that you're spitting facts. You're spitting facts. Yeah. No, that's like the fucking that Joe Rogan in, uh, episode a year ago, where he was like, "Oh, video games, man. What do you get out of that?" And yeah. it's like, "Oh, it's a fucking escape, isn't it? It's yeah. it's relaxation. Not everything. What do has you to get be... out of doing fucking DMT or like? Exactly. It's it's similar. It is escapism because everyone needs a certain. You know, everyone needs escapism to a certain extent. Art has always been, art has always existed. Sport has always existed. That's what these things are. Does true love exist, Joe? Does true love exist? Yeah. That's that's too fake a question. What, what do you? No, mean but true that's love? just one of the classic philosophy things that people ask. What do you mean true love, though? 
I don't know. It's just one of those fucking things. I don't, Does it exist? I don't know if I believe in love. Oh, fuck it. Get off. No, it's a chemical reaction. You no, can't no, not believe no, in love. No, 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 no. I believe you can love someone. But I, I don't yeah. think of love as a, as a force, I guess. I don't think there's any... I don't know, like... You can love someone. But... It's not like... I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I think there can be certain energies of sorts that pull certain people together. But I don't think those are fixed. I, don't, I, I think very little in this world is fixed. So true love, yeah. I guess, doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I think it's fluid at all times. So I think like... At one moment you could be in complete true love, and at another moment it could, you could you could not, and it's you know it's so yeah weird, weird question. That's that's fucking weird, man. But go, Can we just yeah go, go, going back to the whole uh, going back to the whole everything you do is pointless thing. I mean, it's like yeah. the story of uh, Sisyphus. Do you oh, know the story fuck's of sake. All right, here's Joe, the Reddit the, philosopher, to you tell know you the, the story you know of Sisyphus. Well, I won't tell the entire story. Let's go. Surely you've seen the Sorry. image of the guy pushing the rock endlessly up the mountain. No, I don't think. Okay. Well, Sisyphus was... From what I know, from what I'm trying to remember, right? Because I don't want to go and read the whole thing. But basically, he was a dickhead who was very self-aggrandizing and thought mm. he was, like, the best. And was like, oh, yeah, I'm the most important dude. Ba-da-ba. And he was really... He yeah. was deceitful and he was just a dickhead, right? Mm-hmm. So, was it... Zeus? No. Uh, yeah, it must have been Zeus. Um, punished him by making him push a boulder up a hill for eternity. Um, mm. Just constantly pushing it up. An endless hill. And what happened lot- if he stopped? Well, the the boulder obviously cl- like crushed him. Well, surely like a- death's a better option than endless slavery. Well, that's the, that's, that's the question. Is death better than is death better than endless monotonous improvement because you know it is it's endless improvement and the question is I mean is, it's it's improvement in a sense but like it's yeah, but, it's not intrinsic but but the point is that everything we do yeah. is essentially pushing that rock up pushing that boulder up the hill up the endless hill I because I don't think that's a good analogy you don't. I disagree. No, because like the thing is, as I say, mm-hmm. that's not intrinsic. He's not doing that for him. He's but, pushing the rock to carry on living so that he can yeah. keep pushing the rock. There's no benefit for him or yeah, but like do, but do you it, not, it's inhuman. But do you not work or do you not do things? Do you not spend time with people for the purpose of spending more time with people or working more or improving more? You know? No, but with people, that's something I I enjoy doing. Like it's a, yeah. it's human. You need to like socialize and yeah. to like love people. But pushing a rock, it's just but, endless labor. But, and but no, but it's not. But it is the the point more so is that mm. there isn't ever an end point of what you do. There's never some yeah. there's never some peak of the mountain that you'll reach and everything will suddenly like materialize and be perfect there's there is no utopia you do things yeah you do things essentially for the sake of doing things you you live 
you live so I, that you can live. You work. Ex- yeah. You, you, you know, you work a nine to five job so you can get a promotion at some point. And then in that promotion, you keep working to then get another promotion. You make YouTube videos mm-hmm. to get subs so you can get more subs, so you can get more views, so you can get more subs. You spend time with people. I know I went back to that example. But, like, you know, you, you, you go out and socialize with the purpose of meeting new people so you can go out and socialize more. It's mm-hmm. it's all... So, so I think... Saying that yeah, something saying but, that something you do has no meaning or is purposeless purpose, uh, e- yeah. even, even like playing games is another example. You play games for that feeling of enjoyment, but that feeling of enjoyment is never going to be everlasting. You're never going to reach a point where you're right. like, okay, I'm done. I've reached the peak of playing games yeah. or watching films or whatever. So I think, I think that's where I think of the analogy. But I understand but what you mean. I'm I'm not doing it in in pursuit of a peak or a flatline. Yeah, I'm just doing it because these are things I want to do with with no real goal. Yeah, you know. I, th- I think I think that last point, like I get what you the, the whole the fact that it's obviously labour is, you know, that's a fair point. But I would the, just drop the rock in that scenario. But, but the but but the point that there is no goal. That's that's kind of the that's kind of the point. You, yeah, you, you, well, you, you keep, keep yeah you keep going because that's that's what people do. That's what humans do. They keep on. They keep on going. Yeah, I th- and, we and, don't and, need it. goals are unhealthy and, and suicide, in excess. Yeah, and suicide there in in the story of Sisyphus is an option. Yeah, you know, if it gets too much, then it is a fair option. And if you truly yeah, if feel that's that my way, life, you can then, take me out. But yeah, it's the fact that he doesn't. The fact that he keeps going. Is a testament. What to a human fucking na- tool! Is a testament to human nature. That's just fucking stupid. Fuck Sisyphus. Hu- human will. Fair enough, but that's just what I think. I like fucking. The story. Yeah. It's like Atl- it's like Atlas holding up the world as well. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I. Yeah. You know Atlas there holding up the world. That's that's Hercules. That's Disney Hercules right there. I. I don't. Nah, surely you know Atlas held up the world. In the Odyssey. No, where where oh is this God. from? You don't even know Greek mythology. What are you fucking? Oh, idiot? this no is why I didn't, didn't like Odyssey. Yeah, fuck's no, in, sake. In I should have watched Hercules first. Yeah. Yeah, no. Atlas was Atlas was tasked with holding up the the earth and the seas. Have you ever seen Hercules? I have seen Hercules in school, but I don't remember that bit. Ah, fair enough. You I just remember the bit where, like, he, he goes in the water and he, he becomes old. Is he, Wait, is he in Hercules? I swear he's in Hercules. Yeah, he it's, is. It, it, yeah. And he doesn't do like that. Anyway, that was a, that was a massive side tangent. That's the, that's the variation of the Eagle's Call. We can go from complaining about Ubisoft to deep philosophical discussion. I like philosophy. Because yeah. you, you, like, know about that, that shit. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in it. Do you know what I hate? Norse mythology. I fucking despise it. I find it so boring yeah. and uninteresting. No disrespect I, if you like it, but... I just don't care about mythology. Fair enough. Well, no, it you do. Get to you do. Depends what you define as mythology. Well, yeah, in, in the classical sense of mythology, yeah. Yeah, when okay. you're talking about, like, myths and legends... But, like, you, you can know, argue that's why it's that... mythology, it's myths... But th- but those myths are universal. You know, you can find those myths in the MCU. You can find them in fucking Batman. You can find it in 
love actually you can find in whatever like you can find what are you talking about you can you can find those myths and archetypal stories everywhere yeah but it's been like reskinned and redesigned and yeah shit. for 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 a more under like so, so I'm it's saying that that aesthetic doesn't appeal to me but then at, at, like at the time when these stories were quote unquote initially told that was mm. what was like that was the popular form of storytelling and they've been transformed over the years to be recontextualized for generations and it, you know so so they're always there and i'm sure in a hundred years people will look back to the story of the lion king a hundred years in a thousand years people will look back to the story of the lion king as one of the most influential pieces of mythology of, of our time people will look at superheroes yeah. as as our, our gods and you know yeah yeah that'll be our sagas yeah wow. exactly exactly but fuck North that's kind of sad that's really sad do you think so? Well, yeah, because, like, th- Disney yeah. being our, like, mm, Disney products being our mythology, yeah. our, like, imprint on, you know, yeah, well, the diff- mass, the, yeah, mass the influential fiction, it's yeah, cynical. I can see where you can see that because it's, like, massive multinational corporations, so I do get that. Yeah. But I think the actual storytellers themselves, you know, the Kevin Feige's of the world, the... I can't think of the Russell brothers of the world, you know? Yeah, but you've still got the Disney hand in that pot. It's not I, like some guy just wrote some story but then, and people but then liked it. Even, you know, in ancient times, you had uh, financiers, you know? You had people, you had patrons who, who would yeah. pay for these stories and would probably warp many, many things. To- it, well, yeah, but it's not quite on the same scale. But where like a Disney or a that, superpower. But will that be? But but I think it's all relative, though. Like the emperors of yeah, Greece that's, and Rome that's true. were on, like on scale with Disney now. And the question is, will the stories be remembered more than the the higher ups? You know, and I, I yeah, they will be. Like to think that yeah, the stories will the stories will outlive time, whereas the likes of fucking. Who's a billionaire? Anyway, yeah, they won't. Yeah. So, wow, wow. This is such a depressing episode. This is a lovely episode. Cool. I actually love this. See, because last time we spoke about Jelaine Maxwell's Reddit account. <laughs> that was last. last that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, Jelaine Maxwell is. Have you <laughs> looked into this since? I've no, I've not had a chance. But yeah, Jelaine Maxwell is one of the biggest redditors on the platform. I, I still I still find that hard to believe. I think it's an alt. Oh I think someone's made God. an alt. No, but th- this has existed for twelve years. Wait, what? Jill- oh, you didn't tell me that, or maybe you did. I wasn't paying attention. Twelve. How years. are you going to be like the eighth biggest Reddit user in like a week? Oh yeah, I suppose good point. Okay. Jeez. So Jelaine Maxwell, bit of a yeah. dodgy woman, right? But um, for people ba- basically, who don't use Reddit.com. I don't use Reddit that much, right? But um, there's this Reddit user called Maxwell Hill, right, already. Right. Bit of a giveaway. Um, And they're like a moderator on a bunch of political subreddits, and they've made weird, disgusting fucking posts that align with her views as as a nonce. Um, Okay. And like... So many things align, like court cases and shit, 
where she's just dropped off the map. She says her birthday is at the end of December. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell's birthday is at the end of December. Basically, Jelaine Maxwell has been controlling Reddit fucking Iron Fist. Right? That would be wild. No, but it's true. I'm not seeing any of the weird Nancy shit. I'm seeing a lot of political shit. Look look on like um <clears throat> I'm looking uh, at she, top all time. Oh no, it wouldn't be on top of top all time. But if you is, just Is there a way to find old? Uh no, I don't know. But anyway, July yeah. Maxwell. She I was looking at a bunch of conspiracy theories the other day. You know Stevie Wonder can actually see. No, he Look, can't. It's a harmless one. No, he no, can't. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. <coughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Shaq spoke about it, right? Right. Um, how, like, he went into a lift once. Yeah. And before Stevie Wonder could even look at him, not look at him, but before, like, he introduced himself, said he was there, he said, oh, hello, fucking Shaquille, or whatever, right? <laughs> and then there's then there's this time where he did a live performance. Um, okay. And the mic stand that he's using goes to fall, and he... How the fuck's he going to know? He catches it. <laughs> um, and then also, he said in interviews that he, like, flies planes. How the fuck does a blind man fly a plane? I don't think plane? he flies planes. I think... He said this himself. But he, no, he probably fly, is assisted when he flies planes. No, he, he didn't. He didn't make any any mention of that. But then some other guy, uh, fucking famous guy, Lionel Richie, was talking about him. like, what'd you say? Lionel Richie isn't convinced he's blind either. Uh, it might have been, but like, he's not fucking blind. It's an industry secret, mate. That's so random, though. Like, why has he been faking this for? Nah, surely he's a bit blind. though. Well, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think he might be, he's just it's not just been massively... It's been, like, a bit over-exaggerated because he wears the glasses. Uh, potentially. I, um... <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> Celebrity conspiracy theories. I, I found what this big thread of conspiracy theories on fucking Reddit. And, like, another one yeah. is that Bill and Hillary Clinton have an open marriage. That would be really awkward because, you know, uh, well, there was a little bit of controversy at one point with the Clintons. Just a tad. Yeah, um, just, just a bit. Yeah, there's um, some, some head involved. Oh, as well, people think that um, Christopher Walken knows whether Natalie Wood's death was an accident or not. Who's Nat- I don't know who Natalie Wood is. You know Robert Wagner? Um, no. Okay. This is, I'm fucking sure, this is what um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is based off. Because, you know, Brad Pitt's character was, yeah. like, accused of killing his wife on a boat. Oh, I, heard, I, know, I, I, I know her face. Yeah, well, basically, they're, 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 they're on this boat, they're getting high, and Natalie Wood fucking drowns. Right. Um, but, like, people think Robert Wagner might have pushed her. Um, he fucking knows. Jeez. There's also, I found it through, Britney Spears was on the White House payroll. Every time the Bush administration screwed up, they distracted the sheeple with another Britney Spears scandal. See, there's so many fucking, like, um, stories like this, where they think that celebrities will do something, 
that's yeah. like so out there and bizarre. Bob Marley poisoned with cancer by the CIA. How do you? I mean, I, I, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> to what? To what end? <laughs> Just slip it in their drink. That's a, that would be a cool hitman. Uh, hitman one. Injecting someone with cancer. You've got the one that two packs alive, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, this is the thing. They were like, there's another thread where it's like, oh, if a celebrity faked their death, because surely one of them has. Who do you think it is? Um, people think Adolf it's that Hitler. fucking comedian. <laughs> yeah, famous celebrity Adolf Hitler. Which a bunch of Nazis actually did though. I'd imagine there was there is a lot of people who have faked their death, or or a decently amount decent amount of people. Mm-hmm. Like, say I was like, I'm sure there's some celebrity who was probably doing some illegal shit, was on the verge of being caught and faked their death for it. Sure, yeah. Definitely. Or, you know, killed someone and said they commit suicide. A lot of people think Andy Kaufman did. You've got the Paul McCartney one as well. Yeah, but do you think that, like, do you think that would actually happen? That if Paul McCartney died, mm-hmm. that, like, the, the fucking manager, their first move would be, let's find someone who looks like him and sounds yeah. exactly like him and probably, try and get him to take Probably not. Probably not. Mm. But if you knew someone that yeah. looked exactly like him and sounded exactly like him, would you do it? I... Mm, no, I wouldn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I was in that position, that's tough. Because like, if you're in that position where you're the manager of the fucking Beatles, most successful band of all time, like, what do you do? Like if you have that option, it's like I, f- I feel like that's almost that's almost like you can't not take that option. Yeah, but like sh- that's such a fucking loose end that won't be tied until he's dead. That he's going to be hanging over your head for so long. I just don't think that anyone would be. I suppose not. People probably would be willing to act as Paul McCartney, but like I don't know. Yeah, John Lennon beat his wife. Also, I I, I I kind of do believe the one that uh, Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. Uh, what, like she actually killed him? Nah, maybe not act like, I think there was a, I think it's, there's some grey area there. I don't think he just fucking blew himself in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Blew himself. <laughs> uh, shot that's himself another theory that Marilyn Manson oh, like, that's, removed that's, his That one's gate. fucking been said to death that maybe that happened yeah but like surely there's some repercussion to removing your rib cage nah I think you only removed a rib or two ah no but there's gotta be some fucking sort of consequence yeah that's fucking well you'd think so but I mean he said that he said that he didn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in his ba- of course in his auto- you would say that you didn't in his autobiography <laughs> in his autobiography said uh, if I'd removed it I would be too busy sucking my own dick to make music which is a fair point <laughs> yeah that's, the that's Eminem cool. one's a good one the Eminem conspiracy is a good one as well oh that he, he died because his nose looks different yeah well it's not just because it's not just because his nose looks different I know it's like his jaw and shit, but like people it, forget he was obese for it, like a it, year. Yeah, it does look it does look very weird. Like it looks like he changed. 
Did he? It's so weird though. What color are Eminem's eyes? Right? Because I, I swear, they were, like blue. I swear, like depending on the shot, they're blue or brown. And I don't know whether he used to. I feel like he used to wear contact lenses when he when he first started when they were fully blue. Mm. But yeah, no, I I think he got plastic surgery personally, but. Ah, oh, see, that would fuck him up, that would, if it came well, out that he actually did. I don't think he yeah. did. Well, no, I th- he, he clearly lost a lot of weight, but I think there's something there's something not right about his nose. That's, that's the thing. There's just, his nose just isn't the same as it was. And that's fine, but it's just not. I, mmm. You know? Yeah. What, if, so you think he died? If you look at them, like, no, I know. I, I think that, I think that Eminem overdosed went to rehab, lost a lot of weight, and also got plastic surgery. Yeah. Because... Well, he might have done, yeah, because, like... I mean, yeah, there's there's very few people who can rap the same way Eminem does. And I think Eminem's new music is shit, but I think that's just because he's not on drugs anymore. I don't think it's because he's a different person. Yeah, that's facts. Anyway, M- you want to M- go to the Discord question? Eminem was so good when he was, you know, overdosing on drugs. What a shame. Why did he have to get <laughs> his life together? What, what a dickhead. Yeah, I know. I Relapse. Because relapse... Yeah? Sorry, I think you fucking cut out. Alright. Uh, yeah. I Relapse was Eminem's best album, I think. Wait, post-drug or pre-drug Eminem? It's got to be pre-drug Eminem. Pre-drug Eminem. But he was always a bit fucking, you know. What? He was always on some shit. Oh, he was he was always on some shit. Until 06. Yeah. But, like, I guess it just didn't ruin him before. No, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, you, you, that's you, the takeaway from this podcast. Drugs are fine as long as you take them in moderation. No, drugs are fine as long as you make banging music along with it. Mm. It's okay. Um, anyway, moving on to the Discord questions, which we have already answered, yep. but we will answer again. Thoughts on the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer? I've Jack, not seen have, it. you still not watched it. <laughs> you still not watched it. I still I still don't care about the MCU. Please. I it's going to take a lot please. for after fucking Listen, Endgame. It's gonna I take was a lot. there. I was where you are at, right? And then I saw WandaVision. And when I say that WandaVision is the perfect new age, new wave of the MCU... It is so good. It is so unique. It does not feel anything like a Marvel product. It Mm. feels... It's character-focused. It made me care about Vision, which I never expected. It made me care so much more about Wanda. The side characters are fantastic. The mystery's fantastic. It's a weekly format, which is the best. I love Kat Dennings' character from Thor The Dark World. It's a weekly format, which makes it the best. That's the best way to tell TV. And when I tell you, right, Kat Dennings' character is good she's funny I don't believe you no she's funny I refuse funny. nah she... you're just on the fucking bandwagon I, you're no. not gonna make me like Kat Denning's character from Thor the Dark World that won't happen no she's not like the most important likeable character of all time she's just a solid side character the, I think the problem was that the, that group of people Kat Dennings Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth combined didn't have chemistry oh not at all no but like Kat Dennings, she's working with the dude from Ant Man and the Wasp now in the show, and like, Randall it, it Park, works. I like him. It it, it it genuinely works. Trust me, trust me when I say that. 
Yeah, I just um, don't care about the MCU. And I doubt. Please, I please. Will. Nah. WandaVision, Shang-Chi. Uh, what else? What else? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Those are the things. I thing- don't care about Doctor Strange. But, th- but that's the thing. Those are the things that are going to make the MCU interesting and different moving forward. You don't no, care about it. I, I because don't. You, but you don't have past investment in these characters, right? No, 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 that's not why. Okay. It's like, okay, if I get back into the MCU, yeah. I know that it's just going to burn, crash and burn, not crash and burn, but just fucking fizz out. But you don't know That's that. where I was before. You were with me on this, right? It's before, not on that track. But that's how it, the MCU would end. It is not on that track. Trust mm-hmm. me when I say it's not on that track. I'll watch Falcon and Winter Soldier because I love those characters. But then that that'll be it. No, watch something different. Falcon and Winter, the Falcon the Falcon Winter Soldier trailer does didn't really interest me, right? I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier because, like you said, I am invested in the characters. But aside from like the funny therapy scene in the trailer, it just looks like the same that we've seen in Phase Three, and that's fine because that's what the MC that's what the MC is kind of built on. But what I'm yeah. excited for. And what they're establishing in this phase, especially with WandaVision, is that this is going to be different. We're not going to see the same film every every year, twice a year. You know, yeah. we're going to see different concepts. We're going to see different character dynamics. We're going to see different types of comedy. We're going I, to see. I just don't care. Genuine mystery. I, I wish I did. I don't. I don't yeah. understand why you don't. Because I didn't. But then I, oh. I, I watched one episode of WandaVision and I was immediately on board. You know what? I I will. Yeah. I'll at least start one division. But the thing is, right? Yeah. There was like, because the thing is, because I've been watching the MCU since I was fucking like tiny. Yeah. It's always been built, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. Everything's always leading up to the next big event. Yeah. Right. And like, the thing is, after Endgame, unless you do like Civil War two. Yeah. Or or some shit like that. It's you're never gonna reach that again, or like it'd be very difficult to do that, and like, I I just don't have faith that the MCU is ever gonna pull that off again, or that it's gonna. I don't think it'll have a satisfying conclusion whatsoever. That's my worry. Um, so I I need to just change Fair my enough. mindset and watch it as an individual show, probably. That, yeah, I think that um, that that's it because it is. It's character-focused. It feels like a Phase 1 film. Yeah, but the problem is you've got Cat Dennings, you've got uh, fucking, what, Jimmy Woo yeah. from fucking Ant-Man and the Wasp. It is linked with other shit, and it's like, if I'm watching these things, yeah. I want to have, like, the full experience, and to do but, that, I need to watch other things, and but, it's like... But no, because it's just, it's just characters showing up from other things, but it's not... Like they play a role in the show. It's not. Just... No, but this this is me. I'll be like, oh, who are you? What's your fucking backstory? Like, I'm not just gonna, you know. No, no, but that's the thing. Like, to get the character dynamics and to get the the characters, you don't need to watch nah. anything else. That's what I'm saying. Apart nah, from obviously of... Wanda and Vision, but. Oh, well, no. This is my my thing. All of my favorite franchises have been crushed and fucks in the last few years. Yeah, you're just... And I'm I'm happy... You're jaded. ...for Endgame to be my last MCU thing. Fair enough. What's next? That's going to be my own. So you just give up on every franchise? Well, no, this is... The, everything I love from my childhood... Yeah. ...has been fucked. We, we, we went through this yesterday. Doctor Who, 
Star Wars, Assassin's Creed, uh, fucking Toy Story. Things can re- things can recover though. Nah, but it's. J- I I don't I like The Sopranos. That's it. I like The Sopranos, <laughs> and that's enough. it. That's the Fair one enough. good show. But yeah, thoughts on Falcon Winter Soldier trailer? It, it's not really doing it for me. I'm just excited to see what it is. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, next up, we have. Oh yeah, uh, Oscar saying, "Talk about it's a sin." Jack, do you want to explain what it's a sin is? Neither of us have seen it. It's a Russell T Davies thing with Murray Gold composing. It sounds cool. It's oh, is it, oh is it? Is it Murray Gold composing as well? Yeah. Oh, that's that's lovely. Did you that's watch years? You didn't watch years and years last year, did you? No, I didn't. Or twenty nine. That was sick because that was Russell T Davies and Murray Gold again, and that was cool. Oh. Um beautiful yeah but yeah no there so um, it's so what's it called it's a sin yeah it's free I think it's yeah. free on like the f- channel 4 website um oh four. so I'm definitely gonna check it out but yeah okay uh <laughs> moving on Juice Sauce asks ranking top 5 AC YouTubers now of course wait let's see so we have no 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 but like this is the thing I don't know if he means of all time Let's do both. Like Let's do of all time and modern day. But but this is the thing. Presently, yeah. there isn't many like AC. There's YouTubers who cover AC, but AC YouTuber now doesn't mean what it did like three years ago. Okay, but a YouTuber that covers AC. That's I wouldn't consider that an AC YouTuber. But it's a YouTuber that covers AC. But the only thing that the only thing that counts as an AC YouTuber to you is the four pillars and yourself. And <laughs> no, I'm not trying to fucking rig this. What I'm saying is that an AC YouTuber isn't like someone who will cover other things and then talk about AC and other things. Well, I'm not an AC To me, don't fucking turn this back on you. Well, well no, because I'm, you I'm, are, I'm not then. No, nah, okay, genuinely. I, I, I jokes that. aside, yeah. you know, I, 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 you've never okay, been. Like, if fair we're enough. putting jokes aside, I don't think you ever have been. Fair enough. Okay, then. Because, like, you've been... Because this is the thing, is... You've been, like, lumped in with me, and I very clearly have been, so that's fucked you a bit. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't mind. Nothing wrong with being lumped in with the Walshy. That sounded sarcastic, but I'm being serious. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Anyway, who are your top top five five, of all time? Well, my top five right now would be... um, Number one would be you. Number two would be. I don't make content, so you. Nah, you do. You can't Number do two that. would be Tyler. Number three would be. Oh, no, but he's done with. You can't. Come on. Leo K. Number yeah. four would be. JV? Yeah, as of now. Uh, sure, and then, and then like Billy. Um, unless you. Uh, n- and then myself. I'm I'm happy to be myself there. I'm i like legitimately. I think my Assassin's videos are good. So so you do consider yourself an IC YouTuber? But no, I have a different because I put Tyler in there as well. Well, yeah, this is what I mean. Okay, that uh, that's the level. Like I think. Okay, so maybe f- number four is Ethan instead. Then and number five, no, Ethan would be higher. Fuck. Anyway, it's confusing. <laughs> All time is obvious though. It's. Number one, James. Number two, Ethan. Number three, George. Number four, Tyler. Number five, you. Uh, 
and that's the way it is. I'd go the same as you, but then Leo K. That's fair as well. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I can't believe right. we actually just did that. Fair Top enough. Top five AC YouTubers. There you go, Juice Sauce. That one's for you. You're so well. Lovely. Thoughts on the Mass Effect remaster? I'm excited. I'm excited for it. It'll be nice to finally be able to experience Mass Effect. I've put it off for so many years. I've never really got into it, um, apart from fucking Andromeda of all games. Uh, mm. So yeah, should be, should be good. I mean, I've never played Mass Effect before, so yeah, yeah should be good. Looks pretty cool. Um, people are getting mad that they're taking ass shots out because people are fucking weird. But yeah. Yeah. Um, How about you? See, it, it's one of those games that, that that's going to be like, oh, that looks like something I might play. Maybe I'll buy that down the line. Yeah. But you never get to it. That's what it feels like to me. Because okay. I know, well, they, I know it'll be good. Yeah. Um. I, I, ju- I just have no investment, like okay, like yeah. a lot of people do. Well, I think that's that's the thing. I, yeah, I mean, I I'm just excited to. Because so many people, you know, talk about how great it is, and it'll be nice to finally get get around to it. Um, I'll probably stream it yeah. or something. That'd be that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Juice Sauce with a third question. Unbelievable! Juice. You're getting banned. Yeah. Uh, nah, it's all right. He says thoughts on the CD Project Red cyber attack issue. Oh yeah, that was weird. That was really. It, it's not weird. real. Yeah, well, you don't thoughts. think it's real? Yeah. This this was the. This was the weirdest, because obviously we did this podcast yesterday, and I didn't know about this, yeah. and it was the weirdest thing of all time. Um, so, yeah, according to CD Projekt Red themselves on Twitter, uh, they've been they've been hacked. All all of their all of their servers have been hacked, and the hacker supposedly left them a little note after after taking all their information, according to the company themselves. And this hacker says, "Hello, CD Projekt Red." You have been epically pwned. <laughs> we have dumped full copies of the source codes from your Perforce ser- server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, and Gwent. We have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. Which I don't know how they'd understand that. Like, wh- why would they encrypt them if they if they already knew that you could recover from backups? That's fucking retarded. Because um, it's not real. If we will not co- if if we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online. Sold or leaked? Just what? Okay. Um, and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how shitty your company functions, which it does seemingly sh- function pretty shittily. Investors will lose trust in no. your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. It's kind of cringe. Yeah, that is very cringe. That's that's That was written by a fucking Disney Channel exec. That's their idea of what a hacker is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah. If it, if it is it. real, it sucks for the devs. Um, doesn't seem like it is, though. Doesn't... Does, I don't know. I I, I don't yeah. know why they do this, right? First, why of all, would they publicise it? Because they want to be like, oh, we're not gonna give in because we're a quirky, different company and we are good. Because they're trying yeah. to recover their public image, but also, 
if it is fake, that's the weirdest shit to do. It's yeah, it's it's so strange. It's so strange. And if they actually have, if they actually have been hacked, I mean, lol. I mean, no, not low. I mean, the, the, like, the accounting administration, legal and HR stuff sucks, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sharib, or Shao Jun is my yeah. queen, yeah. says, top five AC database entries, and also thoughts on potential RDR1 remaster or remake. Now, I already know you have, you have a big old rant about the database entries. Yeah, listen, I fucking love the database, and there is two that I want to talk about, right? Number one, Alves, okay? <laughs> Alves you... Villano. Yes, yeah, because we, we spoke about this yesterday, Yeah. so I'm just saying the, the same fucking thing again. Mm-hmm. When you get to Venice in Assassin's Creed 2, I was always hyped to get to this bit when I was a fucking kid, because I always liked to read his database, and like, just this fucking guy, yeah. right? Who doesn't need to be anything. He doesn't need to have a palpable personality or backstory. He, 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 all he needs to be is a tool to guide you around Venice. But then, you you look at his fucking database, and it goes into like his his time out in the in the fucking war. Some some Italian fucking war, I don't know, is in the military, yeah. uh, and like his problems with drinking and shit. And just this fucking guy. It's like, that's the thing. Who cares? You wouldn't care if you didn't know how this guy died. But, like, they just want to give you that detail anyway. Yeah. Databases. So much detail to those databases in AC2. Yeah. It's a great way of giving you additional context, which bolsters otherwise meaningless or otherwise one-dimensional characters like Dante fucking Morrow. Me and you both love this one, whereas wife um, Carlotta gets fucking... uh, He gets stabbed in the fucking head and he's he's basically a child and he's a tool. And it's like, you you sympathise with Dante fucking... You wouldn't care about Dante otherwise. And and then it makes his little, like... Because obviously, he doesn't show up that much in cutscenes or anything. But it makes the little interactions that he has mean so much more. Because you understand his character. You understand who he is as a person. Because you have this this backstory to him. Which I think is... I mean, that applies to especially the conspirators... Especially the conspirators and, like, the, the other... Uh, Templars and Assassin's Creed 2 um, I mean the video the video databases with Sean talking over them are just are just chef's kiss but um, yeah but, but but at the same time they also add so much because whilst the the Templars and AC2 are quite fleshed out you can see who they are it just adds so, so much more to their character it adds a dimension like Jacopo and Francesco's relationship and that, that entire like mm-hmm. family feud how Emilio has had an effect on the city, Carlo Grimaldi and his, you know, his lust for power. It's it's just it's also it's all so detailed and it's they didn't have to include it. That's that's one of the biggest things. Like not only with the characters but also with just general like historical things. I learned so much about Renaissance Italy just from reading through the databases because I, I just found yeah. it, I, just, I found it so in, like I found the historical setting so interesting, such an interesting part. Because they like everything outside of the Assassin Templar conflict was essentially 
perfectly like historical and that was that was mm-hmm. always so cool to me like even before the databases existed in AC1 like the way the cities were crafted in AC1 it was like I don't know it was just so it's just so fucking interesting you know and it was always niche yeah. things it was always like little things it was never like I think that's why when it came to like the American Revolution and things like that it became less prevalent because so many of the things like the Battle of Bunker Hill so many people especially Americans know what the Battle of Bunker Hill is you don't need to explain that you know yeah so and you know like the Paris the French Revolution the fucking the storming of the Bastille everyone knows what the storming of the Bastille is what they might not know is the background of uh, how you know fucking I can't even think of an example right now but the background of the Duomo you know yeah or how uh, Lorenzo de Medici had an effect on uh, Florence mm-hmm. it's ah uh, anyway yeah totally it's just that bit of context yeah. that just makes the world feel so much more alive and flashed and real as yeah, well yeah exactly and uh, uh my favorite personally is the conspirators one just because it's got a lot of sean hastings making yeah jokes. yeah so yeah yeah that's actually that's, that's i know it's a meme question but it's actually like something cool to talk about it's a little detail yeah i fucking love that advice cerebral is it cerebral or sarib sarib anyway sarib sarib also says thoughts on potential red dead one remaster slash remake yes yeah Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Red, Dead, Red Dead Two Engine. Combine the games. Make it a definitive edition. Make it two hundred dollars, and I'll buy it. Make it five hundred dollars, and I will buy it. Well, that's the thing. Is Red Dead Two leads so nicely into Red Dead One? Red, where like yeah, playing perfectly. them. If if it wasn't for like Red Dead One being on like uh, playing so differently and looking so different, you could play them fucking seamlessly. Yeah. So I mean, like, it, it doesn't even look particularly you know, I, different. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's what we need. A remake, not a remaster. A remake. On yeah, the and then bundle, bundle them together. Oh, that would be so nice. And then people could stop talking about John's hair. Uh, oh my fucking <laughs> still god! Can't I don't that a, care. That was an argument people had. Yeah. Um, Luke. Next up, Luke, aka Podolsky, says, "Not really a gaming question, but I'm curious what music Joe and Jack listen to." Before we get into this, don't feel like you need to ask us gaming questions. You can ask us any questions. I mean, we had, we had a big philosophy rant earlier on. If yeah, like ask questions, us philosophy questions. Film, that'll music, be, that'll be whatever, cool. you know, whatever it is, feel free to ask us. But Jack, what what type of music do you listen to? I know that's a vague well, question, but... Well, I've been listening to Weezer recently because, like, oh, I really? can't suppress the 14-year-old fascist inside of me. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 cool. You can't. It's like a. It's yeah. It's like an inner demon. You're like yeah, you're like, exactly. You're like Mister Negative. You hear a Weezer song and you just turn inside <laughs> out and start fucking sea kaling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Music. Fair I like on. music. Um, I yeah. Have... I mean, I have a very varied music choice. Not to sound fucking pretentious, but like you can't say I that without to... sounding pretentious. I know. That's Ooh, I'm not problem. like other people. I listen to three genres of music. I know I, it's more. No, I, I like. I, I, I literally. I, I don't care what genre of music it is. If it's good, then I'll listen to it. Um, yeah. I guess my my top three would probably be like film scores, indie rock slash country. Not country, but like basically John Mayer. And then, uh, 
Yeah, and then like. <laughs> yeah, there mm. you go. Um, metal, metal solid. Only system. Sorry, I just tried to cut you off. What are your right? thoughts on metal? What are your thoughts on metal? I've not listened to metal very much. Fair enough. Listen, but like, I'd say listen to System of a Down if you get a chance. Well, yeah, because metal as well is so broad of, of a genre that like True. it's hard to just comment on there's metal. Like, there's like Screamo and all that. Like, yeah, is... Screamo I don't like. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. But yeah, I feel like it's hard to kind of... Genres now are very are way more vague than they used to be. Like every genre has like a thousand subgenres of it. You know? Yeah, and that and that's cool. It's like, um, oh, I like indie punk pop rock. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh um, Javi yeah. asks the top ten loading screens of all time. Real quick before before we get into that, if you want to ask us any more music questions, feel free, but make them a bit more specific. Um top yeah. loading screens of all time. Is it, 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 it is it's, Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's, oh, it's We're loading. not meant to say it, but it is Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it is. There I mean, Arkham is nice, and God of War, the, the seamless ones. Big fan mm. of those. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I can't really... I don't really pay attention to loading screens. Like, as soon as a loading screen comes up, I just stop. Like, my mind just... My mm. mind just blanks them out, so I can't even think of them. You know? Do you remember when people said there would be no loading screens on next-gen? But there just is, and then yeah, and then there's just well, there there is on some games. It's yeah. it's it's stupid because it's like there there was those claim. It's the same as like when the Xbox One and PS4 came out, and it was like, oh yeah, every game will run uh, 1080p, 60 FPS, no matter what. Yeah, and it's like that those metrics that are promised apply to games from last gen, you know. So like yeah, exactly. God of War 2018. Spider-Man PS5 cross-gen games those don't have any loading screens but as as games continue to progress as you know games get full ray tracing and as games get you know even you know more stuff in them it's going to be it's going to be tougher to not have loading screens so loading screens I think will always be a thing Um, yeah as as games get better it's going to take more to fucking yeah exactly there you go. So yeah, um, loaded. Yeah, that's that's a random one. My favorite, my favorite question here, though, we'll get back to them in a second. But my favorite question here, speaking of loading screens, is comes yeah. from Aditya, who says the most memorable title screen from a video game. Title screens um, slap. Title screens are so important. So underratedly important. You know, what, what do you mean? Title screens are literally just advertisements for a game's microtransactions. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ah, uh, yeah, you do make a good point. Yeah, that, um, that, that, that's the best, I think. That's the best. When they're copied and pasted over, like, multiple games. It's always... Always really distinguishes the atmosphere. Nah, title screens are so important for creating an atmosphere in a game. Creating Halo game. Reach. Halo Reach. And Ally Noir. Okay. Halo, Halo 3. Reach, Halo Noir. Halo 3, I think, is slightly better than Halo Reach, but fair enough. Um, Halo Reach is better than Halo 3. No, I think Halo Reach is a better game. I prefer Halo Reach, mm. the game. But the title screen, I think Halo 3 is No, better. no, that's a bit of a hot... I don't know if it's a hot take, but, like, there's debate. It's like AC2 and AC Brotherhood. Yeah. Or it's, like, I, a, a contentious thing in amongst yeah. Halo fans. I think the Reach one is just personal to me, just because I played it more. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's probably me too. I haven't played either in years. So. 
don't know. But um, Ellie Noir is another great show. The the way that sets the atmosphere straight away, like the music, and you've got the yeah. fucking dingy alley. So yeah, good. it's so fucking good. For me, my personal favorite is uh, The Last of Us One. Yeah, the it's window, fucking great. The curtains, the knife, the simplicity—it's just it's chef's kiss again um but yeah moving back up a little bit though TGK asks about Jack's journey into the Yakuza franchise of course TGK would ask about Yakuza yeah man Yakuza's fucking sick Joe when are you gonna play Yakuza oh when I finish playing every other game (laughs) all of them I'm playing all of the games um okay I've not played many Yakuza games I played Yakuza 0 because it was on sale like this time three years ago. Right. Then I played Six when it came out. Six was like the most underrated game of 2018. It's fucking great. Then I played f- Kiwami also. It still doesn't feel like there's like that many Yakuza games. It feels like it's a it's a sh- small franchise, but it, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking side. There's one where they're all like zombies or some shit. Right, okay. It's fucking wild. It, it is great though. Yakuza Melody of Memory. Yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts is done. Right. Nice Dislike one. The nice video. one, um, Moving on from there, though, Patty asks yeah. another question for the man Jack. Why yeah. do you not like John Mayer? This is a question I have as well. Because John Mayer's a bitch, bro. He's not a bitch. J- yeah, I don't like yeah, this. He this is. is this is your worst take. I'm definitely not saying this because it makes you and everyone else irrationally angry. Because because you're wrong, okay? You're objectively wrong. No, all he, he has, does is just fucking whinge. He has some It's every sad song. Songs, and He's I, made a don't... career of just whining about Taylor Swift. I don't fucking care, man. Nah, like, you've got you've got other you've got other songs. You've got the heart of life. You've got fucking you've got fucking, I don't know this <laughs> You've you've got songs that aren't sad and lovey dovey. He's no, but bitch. it's not that that I care about. He just moans all the time. He d- <laughs> and he sounds like some fucking... He sounds like he's on some, like, early 2000s Christian prog rock. That's what it sounds <laughs> well, like. Well, to be fair... <laughs> to be fair, that's not... You know, that's not... He wasn't quite prog rock, but... Early yeah, 2000s. he's just shit. He's not. He's it's, a beautiful man. I'm definitely not saying music. this because I know we'll get a visceral fucking reaction. Yeah. It's... We all know yeah, that you- in honesty though, I just couldn't get into it. Fair like enough. I tried, it, the sound's just not for me, to be honest. Fair enough. Give it but I, I don't want to hear about him. It's all the time on fucking Twitter. I'm, I don't care. I'm gonna mute the words, John Mayer. I don't care. John Mayer. John Mayer. I don't care. John Mayer. He's the best artist of all time. He's not. Moving on from there, Ben the Lioness Charmer says. Cass Anvar do be looking sus which uh I, I don't know if that's quite right um Cass Anvar oh yeah this, this guy raped someone that's yeah, a bit of sus what what do you mean among, when the imposter Among Us has had such a negative effect on society when the imposter um, that, that game has put us back five years <laughs> yeah it's fucking stupid fair enough but his actual question is and it's it's strangely vague. What is your favourite video game weapon? 
Mine's either the Halo CE Magnum or the Hidden B8 in Assassin's Creed Valkyrie. This Spadone. Just an AC. Have fun spicing gamers. Stop no. saying that. He's, I swear he says that every week. <laughs> yeah, he does. Listen, this, this, is, this is my thing. I don't like care about many weapons in games, but it's the notched Sinquader from Assassin's Creed. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Good yeah. Choice. Wait, wait, wait. I've got to ask, right? This is I know we're talking about Assassin's Creed, but that's what we do. You know in Brotherhood, when you're riding through Monterigione when it's collapsing, and you're losing all the equipment, right? Yeah. I have that equipment memorized, and before Assassin's, before I finish Assassin's Creed 2 every time, I need to get that, you need that equipment to buy it. so that yeah. it can be continuous. Is that, do you do the same yeah. thing? Well, no, but I do it anyway. Right, Like, okay. I don't know if it's because of that subconsciously. Like, that's, that's why I could never... Like, you need to get the armor of Altier yeah. because it's... How annoying is that to finish the game in Giovanni's robes? Then you see the flashbacks, Ezio's in them, and you start the game. It's fucking no, you yeah. can't do it. And as well, Ezio just needs to do that. Like it's yeah, a, exactly. He needs to. It's um, ah, but yeah, the Notch Cinquade is a good choice, solid choice. Fucking classic, love that weapon. I can't believe they put yeah. the Milanese sword in Odyssey instead of the fucking Spadone. <laughs> This is such a fucking stupid conversation. Well, it's a stupid question. No offense, Ben. I love you. <laughs> no, it's not bad. There's just not many game weapons I can well, think. No, of. it's just it's it's like it's it's tough because there is there's only a few truly iconic ones, and some of them are just like pistols. Like you've got Lara Croft and uh, Agent Forty Seven's pistols. No, the silver ballers are different. I, are they? Yes. But they're pistols. No, silver ballers are fucking different. I mean, they are That's iconic, not the and same. I love them, but... Best video game gone, okay. Silver Ballers from Hitman. Fair yeah. enough. Um, also, Kratos' big old blades. Um, best weapon. So much better than the Leviathan Axe. Fuck the... Okay, the Leviathan... The Leviathan Axe is cool, but it's overrated, right? The blades are so much better. I prefer the axe. No, no, I think it's. Wrong. I think it's more subtle. More subtle? I guess, well, it is more Well, yeah, because you've got two boring. big fire swords. Ooh, let me just and it's swing like... about this slow ice axe instead of flinging around. How good around... does it feel to swing about, though? It's nice. Flinging around chained, iconic fire blades. Now, that's the child's option. The axe is the sophisticated <laughs> ah, course, man's option. Of course, of course, says the Sonic player. Um, it's, in all yeah, reality, says the though, fucking Sonic player. In all reality, you, though, you the play Pokemon. <laughs> Sorry, we, it's always going to come back to Sonic versus Pokemon. That's what we do here. Sonic is the, the more adult franchise, I think. Sorry, what? Uh, Sonic is the more adult franchise. Well, if you look at 4chan, it's definitely the more adult franchise. Uh... Oh, that's a low blow. Hey, man. <laughs> that's not in the Sonic canon. Like, Pokemon has a weird fucking fan base as well, though. Yeah, uh, not as I don't think it's as weird, but it, then again, I think it's also a lot. Maybe no, it is a lot bigger. I think so. Like, there's more. There's more outliers. You know. What? What? The Pokemon fan base is bigger. Yeah. No, it's not. Nah, it is. No, it's not. Jack. Jack. <laughs> it's not. Pokemon. Po- Pokemon Go. People are buying Pokemon cards for two hundred grand. Yeah, because they're fucking stupid. 
the Pokemon fan base is it's, that's it's so funny that we argue never over get this. That with Sonic. It's so funny that we argue over this after discussing Chris Chan for like four weeks, considering he combined the two. Yeah, no, Chris Chan's the comp. You've got, on one end of the spectrum, you've got me, yeah. the other you, and in the middle, Chris Chan. Yeah, and yeah. we're all autistic. Um, <laughs> moving on from there, though, we've got James fifteen seventy asking thoughts on the CDPR data breach and reports on a The Witcher three PS five and Series X remaster. Yeah, do it. Do uh, it. Yeah, that'll be fucking cool. And like. Because that actually is coming out, and so that makes... Are you going to wait for that to, to play? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for it now. But yeah, part of me feels like they should wait a bit longer. Like, right. if you think back to like the Xbox One and PS4 release, we had some mm-hmm. immediate remasters, like GTA V and The Last of Us, right? Mm-hmm. But that's because those games came out like a year before. The other games that were remastered, they waited like four or five years into the cycle so they could truly come to terms with the hardware. And I'm worried that everyone's just rushing to make remasters of every single game immediately. You know? Yeah, but, but I mean, it's been six years. I, it has been six years. But it's just the fact that the consoles just came out. Like, give the consoles yeah, but, some time. Yeah, that is true. To breathe and stand by themselves before you start bringing back all those games. That's that. That's all I'm thinking. But no, I will obviously I'll play it. But yeah, we'll um, we'll see what it's like. Yeah. Speaking the of next next gen games, Jas Nolta yeah. asks, seeming as uh, seeming as seeming as Joe, seeing as Joe, I think he meant to say, has finally yeah. played through God of War. What are your what are y'all's expectation for God of War Five? Well, um, I don't even want to hear your expectation. You're just going to be mean. I think it will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's an upside. That's, that's, that's better. I mean, what, what are your... Because, like, this is the thing. I'm not massively into God of War. So, like, yeah. I do just think... What about you? I think it's going to be another one of the best games of all time. Um, oh, get off. Obviously, they... Stop. They set up the Greek... Uh, no, the fucking... The Norse pantheon of gods uh to be like the antagonist you know you got freya who's who's a bit pissed and yeah spoilers thor shows up at at, a post uh post credit scene um so yeah i that'll be interesting um should be more of a challenge we'll see atreus growing up a little bit which will be nice um hopefully we'll see some some more you know more character development we'll the the whole Loki twist will be explained a little bit more, and yeah, yeah, I I kind of just expect it to be another fantastic, fantastic game though. I do hope that there's a change in the world a little bit. I like the world of God mm-hmm. of War, twenty eighteen, but I, I'm worried they're just gonna copy and paste it a little bit, you know? Because like if it's still set in the north in you know North Norse mythology type thing. Then we'll still have, you know, Athelheim and Niflheim and Helheim yeah. and all that. Well, and I'm, I just worry that that could maybe get a little bit stale. Uh, yeah, they need to. Uh, they need to change the way they do exploration. I think. That's fair. Because yeah. I felt that the exploration was very much like, a, it, it, it was. I maybe saw one or two side missions in my natural journey through the world, and I think. If you want people to engage in the site content properly, you need to like make it present. 
They need more engagement, like Assassin's Creed yeah, Valhalla. Ex- oh, yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> but yeah, no, God of War 5 going to be splendiferous. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be good. I out of 10. And finally, luckily we're re-recording this podcast because we did get one more question this morning from one yeah. Brandon G, who I've never seen in the Discord. He's new to Discord. Shout out to Brandon G. Hello, welcome. Um, he asks, and this is really interesting, I actually really like this question as well. If you could go back to a specific year and only play games and watch movies from that year forever, what year would you choose? Oh, mm. that's tough. 2010. Oh, maybe it's not. 2010? Nah, it's... Okay. Games, like... Oh, I don't know about films. Yeah. Is it films and games? Yeah, films, games... I think it means like films, games, music... You can only listen to that. Okay. Oh, Titanic right. 2 came out in 2010. That's not a joke. <laughs> okay, right. Wait, fucking Inside Job came out in 2010? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with 2010. Okay. What All games right. is that then? Brotherhood? Yeah, you've got Brotherhood, Mario Galaxy 2, and Red Dead Redemption. Three of the oh, best games ever and made. And Black Ops, and Fallout New Vegas, and Halo Reach. Yeah, it's it is the best year for games. And Films, Bioshock too. Oh. Yeah, you've got Shutter Island. That's great. 127 hours is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, inside Jobs, work. cool. Social oh, Inception, network. and obviously Toy Story Three is the main one for me. Ah, yeah, good point. Yeah, what about damn. you? Oh damn! Fuck, Mafia Two came out as well. Yeah. Force Unleashed Two. Oh fuck you, fuck you! Well, I'm not, I, fuck. Why have you taken 2010? Wait, no, you could also nah, have nah, 2010. Nah, I can't. I, I've decided that you, we can only have one each. Right. That's that's my decision right now. Oh man. Okay. So the options in my head right now, right, are 2018. Mmm. Which is a bit. It's a bit sauce. Not, <laughs> not like that. Right, 2018, 2009, and 2000... What else is there? Yeah, I, I can't think of any other ones. I think... I think it's 2009 for me. If I can't... I think 2010 is the perfect choice, but I think 2009 is the one for me. You've got yeah. Arkham Asylum, uh, Uncharted 2, AC2, Left 4 Dead 2, Borderlands 3. Modern um, Warfare 2. You've got, the, you've got New Super Mario Bros. Wii, which slapped. Um, yeah. You've got The Sims 3, which I could play over, like I could play a lot, so, you know, that's ideal. You've got the GTA 4 DLCs, which I think are better than the game of GTA 4. X-Men Origins mm-hmm. Wolverine, the game, which is, of course, fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's not even that bad. No, no, that's... I, I wasn't being sarcastic, it's great. I, yeah. It's way better than the film. Um, but then film-wise, like, I'm... I'm uh, maybe not 2009, because the films just aren't there, you know? Like... Hold on, let me... Inglorious Bastards is, is, is solid. Well, not solid, is Fantastic. Oh, you've got Gamer. 
That's true, you've got Gamer 2009. Didn't the fucking Stepfather remake come out in 2009? You've got Avatar as well. Um. 2009 would be my pick for games other than... Oh, you've just got the best year, haven't you? Yeah, easy Damn. choice. Um. Yeah, 2018 films also are a bit, are a bit rough. Yeah, the step yeah the stepfather remake was two thousand and that is a shit film. Two thousand eleven maybe? Um Yeah. Mm. Again, like there just isn't much. I mean what the the problem is, right? If I got if I got to pick separately, my pick for films would be nineteen ninety four without a doubt. But like there's no games that yeah. came out in nineteen ninety four that I can play. That's the problem. Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose so. Oh, 1984 was a banging year for films. Yeah, you got fucking Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, The Lion King Shotgun in the same Redemption, year. Lion King, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking my... What else come out? Speed with Keanu Reeves. The Mask. Oh, yeah, that's a sick film. My Girl. You've got literally every different genre. Dumb and Dumber. Like, you've got everything. There's, there's you know, nothing's off limits there. Damn, that that was a good that was a tough question, but yeah, I'd pick Usual Suspects as well. Fucking hell! If I'm allowed to pick 2010, I'd pick that as well. Um, yeah, there you go. Damn, damn, good questions today. Good job, guys. Oh, if Naked Gun, 33 and a third. Yeah, that not, what a what a year. If you're not in the dis, if you're not in the Nest Discord, make sure to join it. The link is always in the description. Um, yeah, and just look out for posts where you ask to get topics, and they were banging today for the most part. Except from the one that said Cass Anvar is a bit sus. That was that was off. That was yeah. Alright. Oh, also someone uh, said that Boris Johnson was a wet wipe. That happened this week. And it was yeah. very funny. The UK when when the government fucks up just calls just calls their Prime Minister funny names. And then you've got France which just burns their city to the ground. Yeah, I think we should do that to be honest. Yeah, but then we'd be similar to the French, and I don't want to be a pedophile, so. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a rough line we straddle. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's a double-edged sword. Like, you know, you, on one side you can either you you can let your government fuck you over. On the other side, oh, you know, someone else got arrested for tweet making a tweet in Scotland the other day. Yeah, I know your country fucking sucks, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! If. It, it was about Tom Moore, wasn't it? Infuriated me, yeah. It fucking infuriated me. Now, the tweet itself, dick move, mean, right? Mean. Not... Yeah, but not, you don't arrest someone for being mean, yeah, well, Nicholas Sturgeon. That's, ex- that's exactly what it is, because it's literally just fucking mean. What All he said was... Because um, the guy was a Scottish... Na- a proper Scottish nationalist, like a fucking mm. only speaks Gaelic type Scottish nationalist. And he was like, fuck's sake, why are you calling me? London, England is calling me. Nice. Um, and he was like, the only good British soldier is one in the ground. Bur- burn, you old fucker, burn. Right? <laughs> and yes, that's that's, that's yeah. terrible, right? That's a terrible thing to say about him. And obviously, because he was so beloved up and down the country, that's going to come with backlash. But mm. even under the SNP's own shitty speech laws, like, it's not hate speech, right? It's not yeah. an incitement to violence. It's not anything. It's just mean. And then and the fucking well. and then the fucking Lanark police because the dude from Lanark, Lanarkshire, 
And the Lanark mm-hmm. police tweeted out like the exact time and date of his of his um of his court hearing. Because yeah. well, when they do that, what it means is, hey, journalists, hey press, come and you know, come 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 and get this guy fucking cancelled, basically. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. It's it's honestly the state of affairs and fucking maybe I'll get arrested for talking out against the government. I wouldn't be surprised. Like we're we're at that point. We're at, yeah. we're, we're un, unironically at the point where people in my country have been have been arrested for call, call essentially calling out Nicholas Sturgeon. Someone called someone That's compared fun. her to Hitler once uh, a few months ago. I think we talked about it. Someone compared yeah, Nicholas Sturgeon to Hitler. And he was arrested for it. He was fucking arrested for it. Like it's it's a, and and that's the thing. What they'll do is they'll take these cases where like someone's someone's you know loved someone's loved like Tom Moore, right? And like mm-hmm. how can you hate Tom Moore? He's just an old veteran who's doing laps for the NHS. How can you hate that man, right? Yeah. And and it's like oh he said something mean about him, so we can arrest him and there won't be any public backlash because everyone will be mad at him, right? Or, like, if someone says something racist, for example, they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, no one's going to speak out against that because it comes across right. But but then it becomes less and less, like, justified, you know, over time. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is it's such loose grounds to exactly. arrest... Like, even if it was right, yeah. that's so fucking... That's so easy to bend yeah because and and yeah you, because you can see it now happening with this case like it started yeah. off it started off these speech laws were like oh yeah if you're racist or if you you know call you, you, you know if you fucking call incite violence or something then mm-hmm. you you're arrested and now it's like well they're trying to pass a, a law that would make misogyny um a crime it wouldn't make misandry mm-hmm. a crime, just misogyny. Um, yeah. And it's like, oh, so so if you're sexist, then it's a crime. And then, with this case, it's literally just, you're meaning it's a crime. So it's, it's getting... fucking it, It's getting less and less, like, it's getting less and less extreme. The, the cases the, where people are being arrested for, for speech, and it's... But that's the thing, is it already has been bent... To yeah. serve, you know, the government, as you say. Exactly. Where this guy who was just speaking out about, about Nicola Sturgeon has yeah. been arrested for that. Yeah. That's and fucking it, dumb. It's, it's, it's honestly, a lost cause, mate. Of, honestly, I, I, well, I, I, I love my country and I want to see the best for my country, but I fucking mm. despise, I fucking despise my government at the moment. Right? Yeah. And, and it's... It, the, it's so frustrating because it doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon because there's no quality opposition. The Tories are fucking wank. Labour thinks Twitter is real life. <laughs> and the Green Greens are just there. So it's like there's no opposition. And Yeah. And the, and, My... and, and, and the problem with the f- speech laws as well is that passing a law is far easier than getting rid of a law. Getting rid of a law is very, very difficult. Right. It's ah, uh, honestly, I could rant about the the state of my country, and it's such a shame because I want to see the best for my country. But there's no option to vote for that would see that, you know. Yeah. 
sucks. Um, it sucks. Bit of an owl, really. Rishi, yeah, uh, fucking Watson, Nicholas Sturgeon acting sauce. It's more <laughs> Hamza Yusuf, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I just move south, mate. They are just, no. That's that. Well, that's not going to solve anything. Yeah, literally, just the, you, you, the best thing though. Your one isn't exactly ideal either. Yeah, nah, just get out of this. This whole island is just shit. Yeah. It's yeah, not we, good, like, is it? We have authoritarians, but at least you know we get fed. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking low blow. <laughs> I would, yeah, but then nah, again, we're, I we're would rather. Together. We're two AC yeah. in this together against the government. We're taking the fight to the government in a post-Brexit London. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, anyway, I, I, I'm I'm about to fucking fall asleep. Perfect. This time when you fall asleep, don't delete the footage. Uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for watching this episode of the Eagles Call Podcast. It was actually probably my favorite, even though it was a re-recording. It's probably the favorite one we've done. I don't know about you, Jack. Really? I've I, I've absolutely. I've been shattered this whole time, so I don't know what the fuck's happened. Ah, uh, fair enough. I hope it was later. good. I think it was very good. Um. Yeah, I'm still sad about Assassin's Creed, but I'm happy we can talk about it. So, I think yeah, our thank- best was the last one, where we had some good laughs at time. The, no, last yeah, week. okay, that, yeah, but one, yeah, you're right. But they just they keep getting better. I think they keep getting better. Yeah, I need to, you know, Which become awake, and then ah, that'll be epic. All right. It is where it is. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to hit like if you did enjoy, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us five stars. You know what to do. Um, if you want to see more of the Eagles Call, make sure to subscribe as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, thanks for watching. Much love, Jack. Any closing statements? Uh, nah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, boys. I'll see you next week. Much love. Uh, good night, lads. Much love. Don't buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla microtransactions. Don't buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it's fucking dog.